You're listening to The Simple Truth, an LL Canada podcast. We hope this message will bring transformation, not just information, and encourage and challenge you into a deeper relationship with Jesus. We really believe that our knowledge of God and understanding Him as Father was to come through godly parenting. That the, the family is not our idea. Right. It's actually God's idea of how He wants culture to work. And so the foundation of the, of the family is the marriage. And the foundation of the church is the family. The foundation of the community is the church. And the foundation of the nation is the community. And if you, you see how that goes, as goes the family, so goes the, the literally the nation, is a very important thing for us to pay attention to. Not to invoke guilt or shame or anything like that, but to get our attention that what we build at home really matters. It does, yeah. And it spills far beyond the faces that you see on a day-to-day, whether it's your spouse, your children, it's, it's really, in a sense, we're grabbing onto something that God loves, mm-hmm. that God implemented, and He wants to see happen. Not just our own will. Right. Yeah, okay, so. So God's real desire and intent was that actually all of us as children were to be raised under a godly model. Yes. And that God was hoping that actually the parents would look to Him. And so there's this desire that God would use a parent to be almost a sense of a covering, that they would um, pour in all the areas that a child needs, things like affirmation and love mm-hmm. and value and, and feeling that Absolutely. sense of belonging. That was meant to be put in by a mom and a dad, not perfect on their own, but going to God the Father to actually feel loved first to fill up those love places that they need and then to outpour it onto the children. And so love is so essential for a child to have and that's to come from parents. Um, There to be encouragement. Um, There's times where actually, you know, parents just need to come alongside and exhort their children, not in who they want them to be, but who God created them to be. Because every child's different. You know, we've had three girls and each one of those girls are so different. So unique. Same mom and dad, but unique callings, unique purposes, different gifts and talents. And so to just parent a child out of sort of the same model or the same mold isn't going to work for a child. No, it doesn't actually work. And in fact, it doesn't help identify their mm-hmm. uniqueness so that the child understands mom and dad know me. Mm-hmm. They get me. That's I right. may be one boy and a whole bunch of boys or one girl and a whole bunch yeah. of girls. Or I'm a, who am I? That, that whole identity really does get formed when my mom and dad recognize my uniqueness. Absolutely. And the... the, the Wonderful things about me, I guess. That's right. Yeah. And so identifying that uniqueness in each child is so important. Yeah. So when God designed this, though, he he knows what each of us need. And he designed for those needs to be met in the family. Mm -hmm. He designed that even getting to know him would be easy. After getting a picture of fatherhood, Mm -hmm. after getting a picture of mom, then the picture of God would fit easily in that portrait, if you will, because we would understand how authority works, how authority is handled, how love works, how it's handled, where I fit in relationship to authority. And therefore, then knowing God would be easy because I've seen God the Father through my earthly father, my earthly mom. This is his heart. That's the heart. 
And so, the, but the thing is, um, parents also, when we, we bring their children up in, the, in, in his ways, Ephesians 6 actually says, fathers, don't exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Let, let them, I think what, what, what we think is, is kind of important there is God is saying, exasperate them, meaning frustrate them. And of course, one of the ways we frustrate our children is actually with rules and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And I, I know uh, it doesn't, God's not saying throw out the rules, but let them see authentic uh, passion for God. Let them see mm. in the parenting that you offer a genuine heart for God, not just something religious, not just something, um, dare I say, churchy, nothing wrong with the church, but let them see an authentic loving relationship with God, I think is, is really what's, yeah. what's his heart here. He also says that we're to discipline our children. Hebrews 12, endure hardship as discipline. God's treating you as children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you're not disciplined and everybody undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons or daughters at all. Mm -hmm. Sometimes one of the things that happens in our families is we struggle so much with our own rejection that we desire to be our children's friends. They don't need friends. Right. They need parents. Right. And, and I'm not saying there isn't a place for relationship. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Remember years, not when they're young. Yeah, I remember years ago as a youth pastor, a clever young youth pastor without any children, I think actually that was the only time that I was a perfect parent yeah. is before we yeah. had children. That's but true. Um, we were. <laughs> I actually went to one of my parents in the youth group and I was trying to help them with their relationship with their son. And their son was complaining about the rules and he was complaining about this and he'd been talking to me as the wise youth pastor so i go to the dad and i say look is there any way that you can try to be your son's friend and he literally just looks me right in the face and he says now look at here my son doesn't need a friend he needs a father and that i am willing to be for him he was a little provoked at me he was very right i was not only way off base i was ignorant as to what fathering really entailed from that perspective. Although I'd been a son, I have a father, I was simply listening to the son complain about the discipline and saying you needed to be more his friend. Well, actually it wasn't true counsel at that time. Mm, and we've since learned many times, especially nowadays, so many parents are worried about being their kids' friends yeah. and they abdicate that role of godly mentoring and godly authority that's supposed to play a vital role in the life of your son or daughters upbringing. And so it, it's hard. It really does, you know, require that we close the doors on our own issues. We'll talk more about that later. But this is part of God's heart that we actually discipline and train our children how to be godly adults. And the goal, if mm -hmm. I could say, is not just to get them to behave in a moment, but it's actually to raise up a godly woman or raise up a godly man who has a heart for God. Mm -hmm. So I think the other thing that, that God intended for the family to, I guess, um, pass on to the children is to demonstrate faithfulness in marriage. Oh, yeah. you, you know, no matter how many um, marriages you're, you're, or weddings you go to, one of the things that being involved in, in performing weddings is real honor. And I, I talked to each couple that I work with and tried to explain to them, you learned about marriage at home. What did you learn about marriage? 
And of course, as the two of them try to come together, they're in love and they've yes. got, you know, captured each other's hearts and they're going to... Been pursued. That, oh yeah, they've that's been, all good. Gone through the pursuing. That's all good. But they're not really often thinking about how similar or dissimilar mm -hmm. are our families of up, upbringing and how will they combine because we learn about marriage at home. Mm -hmm. Actually, in Malachi, again, has not the one God made you? You belong to him in body and spirit. And what does the one God seek? godly offspring. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful to the wife of your youth. He actually speaks to them and says, you are breaking faith with the wife of your youth. And that broke God's heart because as I said, marriage is the foundation of the home. But part of God's heart here is that we learn about the faithfulness of honoring women and honoring men, especially in the context of marriage. We learn that at home because that's where we see it up close, mm -hmm. isn't it? And there's a real difference between like a marriage relationship and covenant in the marriage. And we talk about that in our I Do course, actually. Yeah, yeah. And so when we understand what covenant looks like, it actually brings a secure foundation. And, and it's just really sad, isn't it, when marriages do break down or when there, there's been unfaithfulness, how it affects the children, right? Yeah, and it was so often yeah. you hear people say, the children will be okay. They've never been okay yet. Yeah. Not once. But somehow we believe this yeah. deception, the children will be okay. Now, I would say it's different in situations of abuse. And of course. We'll get into of that course. maybe another time. Yeah. But God's heart is that we learn about marriage at home. The other thing I think that he wanted us to learn is that as mom and dad, I know there's the influence of friends and they become very powerful in our children's lives. And there's the influence of maybe their youth group a little bit. There's other influences, but we are their primary teacher. Mm. And our children learn about our world through us. They watch when we go through hardship, how we handle it. They watch how we talk about people we don't like. Mm -hmm. They watch how we talk about each other. They, yeah. They're just learning, 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 learning. And I think one of the things that God wanted us to pass on to our children is that they, they, we set the tone in our home for how we talk to people mm -hmm. and how we talk about people. Mm -hmm. So that really actually requires us taking a look at some attitudes yes. that maybe our parents held that have actually passed on to us because it really does actually impact us in a big way. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. And, and again, this, that's like a little thing, you know, yeah. but it's so much part of creating an environment in a home where children grow up in. So yeah. those are some of the things that, that are on God's heart. The challenging thing is God's heart isn't coming through 100% to the home because of the problem of sin. Yeah. When Adam and Eve chose to sin, and we've all chosen it along with them, now we have a thing called imperfect parenting. Yeah. So imperfect parenting is, is something that every single person here on this earth has experienced, and it's yes. something that when you become a parent or you are a parent, you will also imparent out of an imperfect place Absolutely. because we're not fully whole, we're not fully healed. And so there's a reality of um, understanding that that will really help us lean on God actually. Because when we understand that we are never gonna be the perfect parent, we can actually then um, start to help our kids focus on the perfect parent, which is our Father God. Thank you for joining this episode of The Simple Truth. Visit LLCanadaCourses.com for more information about LL Canada and the resources we offer.